Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the KBJ hearings get underway. What to watch? Number two, details on a possible Russian oil ban in the Senate. And number three, Secretary Gina Raimondo is headed to Capitol Hill. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Uh, Yesterday was the perfunctory opening statements in the Senate Judiciary uh, Committee, as well as Katanji Brown-Jackson's opening statement as well. But today is really where some of the fireworks are going to start. We saw some of the contours of where Republicans are going to try to press, particularly Senator Josh Hawley. Uh, Let's talk about this a little bit. What what, what should people be watching? Yeah, I mean, this is is where the rubber meets the road for KBJ, as we call her. this is the, you know, each member of the Senate Judiciary Committee gets a chunk of time to question KBJ. Obviously, Democrats uh, who are overwhelmingly going to support KBJ are going to, um, I don't want to say take it easy, but they're going to play into her, they're going to play into her strategy, right? I mean, that's that's the obvious thing here. Um, they're going to talk about her, they're going to talk about her judicial philosophy. They're going to talk about um, her personal life, her family, things of that nature. Republicans obviously are going to go at her pretty hard. We've seen um, we, John Kennedy, the senator from Louisiana, who was actually quite praising of KBJ during her his questions yesterday, um, said he was going to talk about her philosophy as a judge and the legitimate what he calls the legitimacy of the Supreme Court. Tom Tillis is going to he said he's going to spend time on intellectual property. This is a marathon, Anna. This is like this is this really tests. I'm not sure if, if you need if 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 um, Supreme Court justices need to have a lot of stamina, but this is something that's going to test KBJ stamina. This is 10 hours at least of of questioning, um, obviously with some breaks, but um, uh, this is the this is the the big kind of the big test for KBJ. This is the where the where the this is the meat of the hearing, let's call it. Yeah, and I think probably most controversially, uh, Senator Josh Hawley has said that he wants to know whether Jackson has been too lenient in handing out prison sentences for defendants in seven child pornography cases. Uh, In his opening statement, he read specific cases out loud to Jackson. Um, Democrats, the White House, Jackson supporters have pushed back very hard on this issue, accusing Hawley of cherry picking quotes and failing to note that the sentences were in line with recommendations from probation officials. This is probably going to be the most controversial part, at least as far as we can tell so far of, you know, where where this hearing could go. Um, You know, we're going to get more about what Holly wants wants to go after, but you know, obviously, just want to put out there. I mean, multiple independent fact checkers have labeled what he is doing as misleading and out of context, and so that you know, as much as it, it definitely will be the fodder for the right uh, and for people that are looking to put some holes in her uh, nomination, clearly going to be the most controversial part of probably today. Yeah, I mean, listen, Holly, Holly is a is a. Um, is going to get attention here, but as you said, this is not. This doesn't really pass at least the what many people think is the is the smell test on uh, on the truth. <laughs> if that's if that's a a, a a way to say it, it doesn't. It's not exactly in line with what um, with reality. Let's say um, and and but but like quite frankly, Holly's going to have 
going to get a ton of attention over this on the right, and that's that's basically what he's looking for. Josh Hawley's not in play, Anna. I think we can say that for sure. Josh Hawley's not going to be voting for KBJ, so what he's trying to do here is he's trying to bring up a topic that um, uh, will get attention and will, will um, you know, get some attention on the right, basically. Absolutely. All right. Uh, The big question here will be, is this vote uh, out of the committee once she gets through this grueling process going to be bipartisan or not? Uh, You know, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman uh, Senator Durbin has said he's still holding out hope that the committee vote to confirm Jackson will be bipartisan despite an evenly split panel with most, if not all, Republicans, as you just noted, poised to oppose her confirmation, something that we will be watching closely. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning, sanctions. Uh, while the Jackson confirmation hearing is going to get most of the public attention today, senators from both parties are still wrestling with the issue of stripping preferred trade status from Russia and Belarus, as well as the hugely important move of barring Russian oil imports to the United States, Jake. Yeah, uh, remember, this is important to remember, Joe Biden has already barred Russian oil imports from the U.S. The Senate has, or Congress, kind of generally speaking, wants to codify that into law. Um, That's something that members of both parties and both chambers want to do. But there's also the issue of stripping, as you said, stripping preferred trade status from Russia and Belarus, something that does need to be done by law. This has gotten caught up in the typical congressional back and forth. Uh, Ron Wyden and Mike Crapo are the two are the two big players on this. They are the top two, the top Republican, top Democrat on the Senate Finance Committee. Uh, so there's a lot of question here. Joe Manchin has has, I, I would say, issues with the length of time, the cushion between um, the uh, the the enactment of the Russian oil sanction and the actual the actual barring of oil, which is 45 days. Joe Biden has wanted to soften the blow on the oil markets, which is something that um, the White House has been particularly, uh, uh, I would say, particularly sensitive about just given oil prices. But this is something that that Congress is still wrestling with. And and given Congress's current status, I mean, the House is on recess. The Senate is kind of locked up in these in the Judiciary Committee this week. So, um, I'm not sure it's going to happen this week. It's only Tuesday. Uh, but the House would – it's clear that if the Senate does pass a bill, they're going to uh, change what the House has done. It's going to have to go back to the House uh, for another vote. And uh, But I imagine – I have to just guess this is going to get done. All right. Something to watch. The number three story of the morning, Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo uh, is going to appear on Capitol Hill today with Senators Mark Warner, the Democrat from Virginia, and Todd Young, the Republican from Indiana, to talk about the Bipartisan Innovation Act, the CHIPS bill. Uh, You know, we have sat down, I sat down with Todd Young, uh, you and I both sat down with Secretary Raimondo to talk about this issue, uh, you know, since the beginning of the year. And, you know, she's continued to work this issue to try to get movement on this big uh, bill to put investment in the U.S. semiconductor space, continuing that pressure, um, you know, and not only just behind the scenes, but now also coming to Capitol Hill and trying to make, you know, a, another push here. Yeah. The, so the, the Senate got cloture on this bill, which is a big victory for for people who are looking for this bipartisan innovation bill. Um, the Senate 
has to basically they have to get into a formal conference negotiation. That's something that's going to happen theoretically in the next month or so, um, the next couple weeks theoretically, and it's going to there's going to be a process that starts. These negotiations are going to start. They're going to take some time. Um, and uh, Raimondo, I mean, you got to give her credit. She's stuck with this thing for months now. Uh, she said she wanted to pass by uh, before Memorial Day. I think she said Memorial Day would be too late. I am, let's say, probably a little skeptical, a cautiously skeptical might be the best way to say it, that this will get done by Memorial Day. But um, another big push from the administration, this is a top priority. Uh, as you said, we spoke to Raimondo about this. We've spoken to her a number of times about this push. And um, uh, on the Hill today, trying to trying to capitalize off the Senate getting cloture on this thing, on this, this bill. And uh, it, it'll be interesting to watch these negotiations between the House and the Senate. Uh, they believe the, the core of they they all want to do the same thing, but the particulars are very are very important here, as they always are. But the particulars are very important here. And just one other quick note that uh, I want to note for folks uh, that we had in Punchbowl News AM, a very interesting thing to watch. I feel like we've been talking about this a lot. The SEC uh, Commission Chair Gary Gensler and some of the uh, moves that he is making uh, in terms of requiring private businesses to do different things. Senator Bill Haggerty, the Republican from Tennessee, sent a letter to Gensler about the new draft rule requiring businesses to disclose their greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, Haggerty has now asked Gensler to comply with the Congressional Review Act, which allows Congress to study the rule before it takes effect. Going to be very interesting to see how Republicans try to take on or take issue with some of the moves that Gensler is making, um, not only in this area, but certainly when it comes to private equity uh, and other um, ways that he's trying to kind of enact new rules through the regulatory process. Yeah, this is a um, kind of a flare from from Haggerty um, uh, to this SEC trying to say that Congress has a role here, which Congress does. We are we are Congress biased. So we we believe Congress does have a role here. And uh, interesting to see how this plays out. Absolutely. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at Punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.